0: So we are here today with Juhu from A Camera Rescue. Hello. Hi, hi. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. Um, I know it's quite late over there. I've just realized how late it is.
1: Yeah, it's um, half past 10, so it's not super late, but it's, well, it's not a normal time to for a phone call either, I guess. <laughs>
0: No, so so we do appreciate your time. Um, I'll try not to keep it too long on this occasion. Um, uh, we know you've got a lot of plans ahead, which uh, I'm sure we'll discuss in a few moments. Um, why don't you just tell us uh, a little bit about yourself um, uh, and then we'll get into camera rescue and that sort of thing. Uh, well,
1: I'm just learning... 30 next month uh i have a family of uh, three and then or four i like two kids and the wife. <laughs> and then uh, i'm i've been uh ever since uh well it depends on, on on country but i guess high school in the u.s version i don't know what's in the uk but ever since mm-hmm. uh uh, that age of sixteen, I've been uh, or fifteen, I've been. Um, originally, it was a time in in Finland and in Fi- uh, Helsinki, especially where I used to live back then. Uh, that uh, all the camera shops that did buying and selling had uh, closed down, and there was no physical shops left anymore. Obviously, there were. Okay. Uh, uh shops that sold digital gear but uh as long as we talk about analog uh, photography and film cameras there were no shops uh taking even taking taking them in in the whole mm-hmm. uh metropolitan area which were, which is a fairly big 2 million people like area wow and um, okay. uh, at that time I I, I was shooting digital I just got a Nikon D70 uh from my father and then uh for a Christmas Christmas present from my parents and I noticed that my father's old uh, AIS glasses from um from a Nikon FE2 fit uh the D70 and I, <laughs> I noticed that uh, obviously you, sh- you you could shoot only in manual mode, and uh, mm-hmm. you you would have only manual controls and only manual focus and everything. But as my only other option was a Sigma eighteen to fifty five kit lens, uh, it meant meant that I was interested in those other optics, and uh, then I started to get more interested and i started to hang out in photography forums and uh at that given time there wasn't facebook or 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 social media wasn't a thing yet but forums were a thing so on -hmm. on forums uh, people were selling and buying stuff and then i i I was hunting for nikon gear and that i don't remember exactly how it started but I remember that uh, at some point I figured out that wait if I buy that bigger lot which the person is selling only as a lot uh, and I take all the parts and and put them uh, one by one uh, then I can get a free lens in the end if I get all the other parts sold one by one. Uh.
0: Uh,
1: and for a 16-year-old, that was like a revolutionary uh, thing, <laughs> thing. Obviously, I just needed the money to buy the bigger lots. Um, and then, then well, uh, my f- that kind of started my photography, uh, trying to test all the gear and then in the end uh, i I went into a photo uh like shop with uh developing machines and and making prints and everything I went for summer uh like summer work uh, okay. there and did uh, customer service there and then uh after high school we have a mandatory uh like um army in Finland but you can do also a civil service uh and then I did a civil service which was a year and then I was working with um or working in a in a Finnish NGO that works in 60 countries around the world doing uh uh, development aid and humanitarian work and uh, missionary work and and so forth and uh after my year there uh i, I noticed that they had a, a a big need for pictures from uh especially south asia and southeast asia so i asked that hey can i get a bit money for uh, like basically my uh, plane ticket to bangkok and back <laughs> and then uh <laughs> from from bangkok i then visited 11 countries like around wow. the area and, uh, and and sri lanka and india and and uh, visited the projects of the ngo and and, and did a uh, quite a lot of photographing in half half a year so and then gave the pictures for the ngo basically imagine a life that would not be here i i had to decide on what to do and then I actually started a camera shop or based online uh, because uh, my options were to go study or try to become an actual photographer or or then uh, do what I had been doing the whole high school kind of hmm. uh f- 3 4 year phase there uh, and then I try uh, decided to, to go to go with the camera shop idea
0: That's an interesting start it really is
1: yeah yeah and then uh, in 2016 I, I kind of jumped off the shop bag wagon uh, and uh, and started what initially was a, a software uh, like, spin-off company which the idea was that we do all the software that we had developed for our shop that we would uh, essentially give it to all the other shops in Europe so that okay. because the idea was that we we were doing things a bit differently than the old brick and mortar stores and uh, and yeah. um in a in a more global perspective and uh, we believe that in every country in the, in, in the EU or in Europe, there would be someone like us or someone that needed the software like us uh, the, that we used and we created. And then I, I jumped off the, the buying and selling part and went, went off and started a company called Camera Ventures, uh, which ran for around a year and a half, um, um, we, and the goal was to unite all the shops in Europe, but the, ah, okay. the problem, obviously, was that there was <laughs> we, we couldn't find any shops that uh, were um, willing to go online. I think I don't know if you you have figured this out, but in the UK you have um, a very special kind of um, uh, uh, situation with camera market with a secondhand mm-hmm. camera market because you have uh, at least tens of companies that do a lot of secondhand film camera gear and, yeah. and they do it even online with social media presence and, uh, and nice? websites and posting and everything but I would say that uh, the whole of the rest of Europe it's, it's it's good if we have combined the amount of shops you have in the UK on alone. Uh, so uh, it, it was uh, like a very big um, mm. shock for us or, or for, for the team, it was only me and, and, and one other guy in Camera Ventures uh, that we, uh, we had this software and we had no one <laughs> in oh, in yeah. Europe that could use it. There was obviously a lot of people in the U.S. that could use it, uh, but it was not uh, compatible with uh, like U.S. law and uh, dollars and, mm-hmm. and things like that. So, okay. uh, so uh, we figured that yeah, Camera Ventures was working for Finland. We had uh, six shops um but on the other hand as if it's only like sh- six shops from finland then it might as well be the the main shop my old shop running the and uh, the website and then uh w- i could focus with the team on something else and uh, that's how camera rescue started Uh Cows. <laughs>
0: so you've had some really, really good ideas. Uh,
1: well, you, well you, I guess. <laughs> well, on the other hand, yeah. yeah, right, I would say yeah a... On the other hand, there are also bad ideas, or some of them are failures. But <laughs> uh, um, then you learn things by by trying out new things. Hmm. Uh, so yeah. the idea of of my children. Uh, in, in In twenty years, not being able to choose if they use a like twenty euro compact camera or a five hundred euro medium format camera uh, or or having the choice abundant, abundance of choice that we have nowadays uh, didn 't sound like um, something I would want to leave them with. Uh, so, so, so then we we kind of uh, started uh, this camera rescue project, uh, which it, it was uh, uh, two thousand and seventeen was the centenary of Finland, uh, like hundred years. Ah, okay. um, and it was in the very end of two thousand seventeen that we published that we have this goal of uh, saving a hundred thousand cameras by 2020 uh, and then uh, we we've been rallying uh, people in Finland around that same goal and then we have companies in in Finland and we actually got um, most uh, of the um, the guys that are still working age, but have a, a full, like manufacturing factory, uh, like certification of 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 camera okay. repairs, uh, we got most of them into uh, the project, and now we we actually it's not just buying and selling anymore. It's now buying and repairing and checking properly. And if something is not properly in proper condition, not selling. <laughs> uh, so it's, yeah. it's like a much um, more complex process than it used to be when I was, you know, 20 yeah. and just buying and selling <laughs> from hobbyist yeah. to hobbyist.
0: Ah, oh, it's def- Different, all right. I, I mean, it, it seems uh, a very professional approach. Um, obviously, I've spent a lot of time on your site, I saw the interview, and um, it comes across as you know, like this testing side. I mean, I, I don't know anyone who does anything like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's uh, – in the U.S. and in in Japan, there's a lot of things uh, going on because the, the the I think their main kind of issue why why they are still especially in the film camera market they're so much stronger than Europe is that they were unified markets. Uh, right. So, for example, the Nikon service department of of japan must have been thousands of people in in the like in the heyday of film camera repairs uh so even if it's you know dwindled to five percent of the people it's still tens of people who know how to service a, a like a <laughs> second hand or a film Nikon but uh, with yeah. Europe it's like uh, okay the UK is much bigger but for example in Finland then then Nikon service guys were maybe 10 and uh, yeah. if if the market shrinks to five percent of what it used to be, there is no option of having a half a person mm-hmm. doing <laughs> Nikon repairs <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Uh, so um, so I think that's the big biggest issue. But uh, I mean, there's uh, in Japan, in the U.S., there's a lot of know-how uh, still available. But in Europe, we we have a situation where we have a lot of cameras, and uh, especially in cupboards and attics and and uh, unused cameras. But very very few um, people uh, that a can repair them, or and b that are looking for them. So
0: no, no that's cool. Um, one of the um pictures i saw on your website was a room with some tools some machines yeah is that part of your testing then
1: yeah um, um yeah it's it's quite a complex now that uh, the the camera makers have have taken uh, uh like um, how would I, taken charge of our uh, checkup procedure one second but every shutter speed and if there's problems with one shutter speed out of 10 then it's it's not an accurate body to be sold Uh, it's like a more of a like a spare part body or then someone has to uh, fix it before it's sold or then at least if it's sold like that it must be written on the website that it's, uh, let's say one 500th is a one 250th of a second. Okay. Um, and then it, it, it gets quite complex. Uh, there's like, I think 18 checkpoints for a body and, uh, 10 checkpoints <laughs> for a, a lens. And then there's special checkpoints for range finders and special checkpoints for TLRs. And and uh, it's yeah. it's getting into a whole complicated system that when, when something is checked, you have to check the whole uh, list that it's okay with all the 18 kind of things. And uh, we're mostly doing it, obviously, um, uh, how would I call it? Just inside the house, or like we don't talk about it that much. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, see I you mean, mean yeah. Uh, like yeah. uh, we uh, we should, I guess, advertise it that we we do it so profoundly. Oh yeah. But uh, but yeah, You should. <laughs> but then it's it's also a bit. Uh, I mean, it it's also something obviously that not all. Um, even all shops can have because they don't have the testing machinery. And okay. another thing that we we noticed also that now now we're in the companies and in the camera rescue center where we have that's collected the companies in. Uh, in in Tampara we have fifteen guys working. So if there's fifteen guys, it's it's a very different kind of game than um, okay. when you're only two. Uh, and mm-hmm. and um, for example when when you're only two you're like if you get returns, one out of twenty uh like that one out of twenty was uh listed wrongly or whatever you you do um it's okay because if you're two guys, that means that you're handling one return a week, basically, probably. or something like that um and then it doesn't get annoying but now now that we're we're doing 40 to 60 or camera store is selling 40 to 60 uh items a day it would mean already three returns a day uh which would mean that as one return takes half an hour to an hour to you know Figure it out and send the money back yeah. and blah blah blah. It would mean that we would ne- need to actually hire someone to do returns, which is uh, <laughs> like, uh, which is not fun uh, and it's not uh, not a <laughs> not a proper job for anyone to do, I guess. So so yeah. what what we've done is that we uh, just raised the level of uh, of checking. So that, for example, I think I was talking with uh, Auntie from Camera Store on uh, about Black Week last year, and uh, and it was we, Camera Store from the Tampere premises sold something like seven hundred items on on that one week, um, and then wow. out of those seven hundred items, uh, two uh, came. Uh, or uh, they got, uh, like, um, reclamation out of two items. One out of 300 was uh, about the the rate of, uh, like, uh, problems, (laughs) Uh, which is, like, uh, fun because it's 0.33%. And, um, Mm -hmm. for example, new Sigmas uh, straight out of box uh, they go back uh, four to 5%. So, so, wow. so <laughs> we're like over 10 times more accurate than the standards of sigmas that are new, yep. I guess.
0: Yeah, and that's new. Yeah. And you're dealing with something that could be 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years old.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I mean, we could. Uh, I guess, uh, like, mm, advertise it much more that we do all of this to cameras, but it, it w- I, I don't know. We have, just haven't done it, <laughs> I guess.
0: <laughs> I think it's something you could do, or you could um, maybe just do one marketing thing one time. Yeah. So, do you realize how much goes into selling and preparation and testing?
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, okay. yeah, I guess, I guess we we should, and then
0: I know when I've bought my cameras that I'm always hesitant of eBay, like you say. You've got to think if you buy it from a shop, generally they do a guarantee or warranty.
1: Yeah.
0: So, you know, if we knew people like yourself did all this other testing as well that would give you you know another reason to look at your site first isn't it
1: yeah and uh, uh, yeah i mean definitely and and uh, and then another question is uh, is starting to be also that um uh cameras can be repaired yes in theory most of them can be always repaired Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, but the question is starting to be that as spare parts are getting fewer and fewer in the world and harder to find um, Mm -hmm. most of the fixes are getting um just too time consuming basically because yeah. uh, if you have to start manufacturing a certain piece uh, by hand uh, it, for a camera it, it won't work Like in terms of economical via, viability uh, yeah. but then, uh, then there's also like, the question that electronics from the 80s are, are starting to get slow which is mm-hmm. which is something again, a normal user won't necessarily um, notice. but now that we do t- proper testing, we've, for example, noticed that um, Canon AE1, which is one of the like most uh, favorite cameras off the yeah. internet for a um, begin film photograph with Canon AE One. What we noticed is that the electronics of the Canon AE Ones are getting really tired, which it, which means that um, uh, the light meter might give the right results even in some cases, um, mm-hmm. but. Um, the syncing of the light meter with the shutter uh, speed is not aligned with most most Canon AE ones, uh, which means that it it uh, overexposes or underexposes with most yeah. uh, Canon AE ones. And I get, I guess, the fame of Canon AE one is also related this to this in in a sense because. Um, film overexposed two stops and then uh, sent to a lab looks amazing uh, because they uh, when it's scanned and uh, it's uh, it it just looks like very nice uh, especially Mm -hmm. certain portraits and and things like that so so i guess part of the canon ae flare is is that they actually do not work. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're actually overexposing unintentionally, uh, yeah. which makes it look uh, good on scans. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, then there are people who get a Canon AE-1 and do the same thing, and they're underexposing two stops, which is horrible for film. Yeah. And then they then they just toss the body after two rolls and say that this is horrible and and we'll never shoot film again, uh, mm-hmm. and or 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 even because they think that the camera is amazing from the internet, then they blame them as, themselves, uh, yeah, for um, a thing which is just like worn out electronics, basically.
0: Yeah. No, that's a good point. um i shoot olympus o m two and o m ten Have you got any tips for me then? That...
1: well mm, i think uh, mm, in both those cases you're you're pretty pretty safe uh with o m one obviously there's the battery uh replacement uh yeah. issue um But OM OM series is not like it. This is mainly a Canon AE one, Canon AV one uh, kind of issue that we found out. uh, Yeah, this is uh, goes into a kind of a deep level of camera geekery that that uh, I don't know. I'll
0: remember uh, this though. So it doesn't affect the FTB and QLs and stuff like
1: that? Mm, no, uh, no, not, yeah. not so it's much. The AEs. Yeah.
0: I'll stay clear then. Yeah. <laughs> what about medium format? Is there any problems with like Bronicas? And uh, uh,
1: Pentax 645, never buy a Pentax 645. It's it's the same issues basically and no one can fix oh, wow. them. Wow. Uh, so I w- I would stay clear of of, of those. Uh, also on the thirty five millimeter, well, the recalls uh, of the electronic age are also, uh, I would say, nine out of ten that come in are broken, or are not right. accurate enough. Uh, so so the, there's a few like. Uh, Series of like manufacturing. Obviously, they did them in eight in the eighties, and they were probably never expecting someone to have this conversation in two thousand nineteen about uh, how <laughs> poor the electronics manufacturing was back then, forty years <laughs> ago. But you know, no. still,
0: yeah, it's still here out right there. So that's the main thing. So. Is the business a for-profit
1: business then? Uh, well, the buying and selling uh, shop, obviously, is a, is a for-profit. Um, then yes. Camera Rescue is, um, well, it's, it's founded on the company that used to be Camera Ventures. So it used to be a for-profit uh, kind of seeking venture startup, whatever you want to yep. call it. But nowadays, uh, with the camera rescue project, it's, it's turned more of more into uh, a mission than uh, actual mm-hmm. company thingy. I mean, yes, there's money involved, and, and yes, if we find cameras for the shops, they do pay for us uh, a certain amount for, for, for the leads. Uh, but it's uh, okay, yeah. uh, it's uh, there isn't um, how would I call it? It's it's never gonna be a money making machine. Uh, so yeah, so it's
0: so you've said about the mission. It's was it a hundred thousand? Yeah, cameras. Yeah. So how
1: far are you now then? Uh, we hit fifty thousand last week, I guess. <sighs> uh, so. Wow, uh, it's the counter is live on camerarescue.org. Uh, I'll just check. Where oh, that's what that number is. Yeah,
0: yeah of course. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so we are 50,517 now. So
0: that's really good. Yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. Um, question about a camera then. So, what's the rarest camera you've seen?
1: Um, well, obviously, there's a fair bit of handmade cameras that are one-offs, um, but those I don't know how. I mean, they're they're obviously, yeah, they're obviously rare, they, but they're not like <laughs>
0: how famous and worth money. Yeah, it, so it,
1: it's they're more of a curiosity. Um, then there's um, there's cameras with good stories like uh, we don't mm. kind of at least yet uh, deal with uh, cine gear that much um, mm. but uh, I was once going into a production company in, in Helsinki and uh, they were selling us some Hasselblads and whatever and and then I, I looked at uh a big pile that was next to the door. I was like, w- "What? What is that pile?" And they were like, "Oh, it's um, it's a junk pile that um, uh, a company, like a recycling company, is coming to get it later tomorrow. So if you want something, you can have it." And then I go through the um, the pile, and then I find these two kind of big cases. Um, they're made by a German company like Zargos and, a, uh, and then like beautiful aluminum like uh, cases uh, that are that camera. It was actually used to shoot the mo- uh, movie Fanny and Alexander, which is a Swedish movie that uh, won uh, the no not nobel prize uh, oscar oscar <laughs> prize uh, oscar, okay. uh it's uh, ingmar berryman ingmar okay berryman. so it's it's a it was a ca- camera that was had shot uh oscar winning film uh wow. by ingmar berryman and then uh yeah a lo- nice. there's a lot of stories also in the cameras because w- whenever we go uh to get a bigger lot from somewhere we usually travel by car to uh when a, uh, to the house or shop or whatever that's uh that has accumulated a lot of camera gear for some reason and there's always a reason and there's always a story and uh Mm. and uh, it's it's um obviously sometimes they're they're sad stories and 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 widows and and things like that and uh sometimes they're really happy stories so
0: Mm. no that's really cool yeah and i think that's the big thing with analog compared to digital is um there's history in there just you know, not just because it's an old camera, but it's probably known by someone, or it's been passed down for a reason.
1: Yeah, and uh, and obviously people are also triggered by 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 something. So then it's like, oh, hmm. my my father had he to, used to have one of those. I need to get it, or I used to have one of those when I was young, but then I needed to. I don't know. I need money. So I sold it and I need to get a new one. And uh, especially we we attend uh, Helsinki Photo Fair, which is like the biggest photo fair in the Nordics. And we have a very big booth there. And uh, there there we get, you know, thousands of people, contacts, uh, like in in the oh, for yeah. uh, in a short period of three days and then they there you oh, can get yeah. um uh, like uh, uh like the normal folk <laughs> or you know uh, they come <laughs> yeah. by and they're like oh a canon a v one I used to have that when I was twenty <laughs> years old and blah blah blah, and, and then they go down on memory lane and it's yeah.
0: Nice, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. I like that. Um, so you're buying from all over. Do you think you'll actually expand where you're buying from um, and maybe the website to other countries?
1: Um, yeah. Our our main goal to with Camera Rescue is, is now to get out an app, that would uh it it's not going to be an app in uh kind of i itunes or what what is it app store uh android mm-hmm. store kind of way but uh that there's a website that has functions kind of a web like a browser app uh where yep. where people can upload pictures about about their cameras and kind of fill in a form and then it sends uh, the the form to all the shops that are interested in the area to buy gear, and then okay. uh, they make a color. Uh, how do you call it? A blind offer on it. Uh, yeah. And then uh, the person selling the camera can choose from. You know, they they might not want the highest price if the store. Uh, next to their home it offers, you know, decent amount of money or something. Uh, so they they choose whichever they want to sell it to, and then we connect uh, these two, and then uh, hopefully a camera is found from not being used and then taken to a store that will do the extra work to put it back into use. So.
0: No, that's. That sounds a really good idea, actually.
1: Yeah, and with that, there is a, like obviously a chance that it could work globally, so that there would be shops in Australia that would uh, use the yeah. app to buy cameras from Australia, and then uh, the American shops would buy from American, and, and so forth. So,
0: and that's a good idea because it it's a pain trying to sell things. Yeah because you'll, you'll always have people who know lots of things. So we'll ask you lots of questions that you don't know. Um, yeah, so... And then it's, you know, send it to someone, uh, getting the money off them, boxing it up. There's always complications.
1: Yeah, and um, the level that is getting there is also that the fact that people... Uh, people just do not know what is the condition of the cameras. Uh, exactly, yeah, but then again it's it's not uh, in the laws of the internet, you do not send stuff free to another. Uh, faceless person on the internet and uh, wait, mm-hmm. wait that they confirm that oh this is okay now I pay you um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. that's why we are opening the buying section only to shops so that because essentially the person that is selling must send the item uh, without payment to the shop mm-hmm. uh, so yeah. that they can actually check that it's the item that was promised and uh, in the condition that it was promised uh, before making the payment Uh, but uh, I mean obviously the the world is getting into a kind of less trusting mode uh, every year but uh, then again uh, we do get stuff we we Gotten like packages of uh, worth thirty thousand euros or fifty thousand euros sent to us into Finland, uh, mm-hmm. and then we make an offer, <laughs> and then <laughs> then in, they accept or or not, and then then we send it back or <laughs> or we very rarely send it back, but uh, it's you know it's yeah. a it's still uh, like. Uh, uh, um, a nice, a nice thing yeah. to to understand that people trust uh, in such a way that they're willing to send uh, such mm. a vast amount just to be checked. So,
0: no, no, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so, how many people are now involved then? You said, well, you said you had five and you got...
1: Yeah, the, that was in 2016. But uh, okay. now, now the, you know, uh, like, uh, center, uh, which is uh, in, in Tampere, uh, we have uh, 13 guys. And then there's a uh, kind of small kiosk in Helsinki uh, that has two guys. And then there are uh, three companies... Around uh, Finland, that are doing the same thing, which have a total of four guys or five guys. So we're getting to about 20, 25 guys uh, if we count also the, you know, there's IT people and and, and things like that. So, but uh, just doing cameras is around 20.
0: Jesus. Yeah, that's amazing. And I've seen you advertising for um, like interns and students sort of thing through summer and not that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. In the summer. It, I think uh, that's a lovely thing. Yeah, in, in the summer, it's going to be quite wild because it's going to be we get four international summer interns also for uh, July and August. Uh, so so it's it, the amount of people obviously some are in uh, of our normal staff are on the summer holidays but it will be much more international uh, at the center in in <laughs> when we have one french guy and one belgian guy and uh one spanish guy and one swiss guy coming over so
0: wow yeah very multicultural that's amazing yeah um so, we've come to the part of the show where I go through my random questions. Yay. Yeah. So, I'll do my best and hopefully I won't confuse you with my English. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, question one You've entered the afterlife and you get to choose an animal and they will bond with you forever.
1: What would you choose uh bond as in like uh, me not power um, bond or friend oh friendship, okay, yeah, then, so then then definitely an elephant an elephant, oh yeah, I would just ride okay. around eternity on an elephant and then go <laughs> swimming with it and wash wash it and then yeah.
0: It's not something you could cuddle and take to bed then.
1: That's true. No. <laughs> it, it, you know. I like that, yeah.
0: No, that's different. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, number two. When was the last lie you told? And when did you last compliment someone?
1: Hmm. Complimenting, I should, I guess, do much more. Um okay. It's not a very very finished thing to do. Uh oh insect, oh right, okay. Yeah, uh, but uh it, it's it should be a bit like healthier to do, um than lying. Uh well.
0: Well you are a dad Yeah,
1: so I I, I do have <laughs> to do some cheating at some point with do, uh yeah. what time it is now to go to sleep and and uh, <laughs> and why <laughs> it's not okay to do that kind of things so um mm. yeah i guess that those would be the do so yeah. you think it was with your children yeah i don't actually no, like, i don't actually like lying at all but uh, but then again I'm i guess sorry. if it's uh, for uh disciplinary or whatever uh, uh educational purposes mm-hmm. it might <laughs> be okay
0: yeah yeah I agree yeah that's that's the same as me, so your next one um some game shows allow you to phone a friend for advice. why would anyone
1: call you oh uh um for a game show it would be quite easy because i mean uh my uh, even in, in my w- wedding someone had a like a, a, well, a speech or whatever and they mentioned that uh it's uh, uh is very very useful for many things uh he he knows uh the answer for a trivial pursuit uh, you know the board game that uh, has questions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so he, I know the answer for most questions in a trivial pursuit game, but at the same time, <laughs> I, I might not know what day it is or what time it is. So, right. <laughs> so my brain is quite good at useless uh, uh, minor <laughs> facts, but then um, not so good at arranging basic things.
0: Yeah, I know how you feel. Yeah, I'm terrible with dates and times as well. Um, uh, here's a silly one for you. So, if an English cow makes a, a moo sound, what noise does a Finnish
1: cow make? Uh, officially, it's a moo. So, there's an A. a moo. Yeah, there's an A and it's use in the back. That's the
0: official. Ah. Okay. (laughs) Uh, um, The digital world is full of updates and upgrades, but what function or part of your body would you like to update or upgrade?
1: I would like to downgrade the the, the part that makes my uh, scale go too high. So, so I guess I would, <laughs> I would like to uh, lose uh, much, much of what has accumulated in the last five years.
0: Okay, I understand that worry. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'd agree with that one actually. Yeah. Um, let's have a look. So, if London is a grape, New York is an am- apple. What fruit is tamper? Mm. So London is a grape. New York is an apple.
1: I guess we would be um, cloudberry or some kind of lingonberry or a Finnish berry that you don't get. Oh, a berry. Uh, mm. So much uh, out. Uh, uh, I mean, we don't have actual fruit that survives finnish winter that much so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 berries are the the pick that we get um but uh, i think what it would be also kind of it's smaller a berry is smaller and it's okay. it's more in a sense it's more exotic but then yeah. then it's not that exotic because you see it on on all all kinds of uh, uh, yogurt bottles and and things like that. Pictures of, yeah. but then if you get the actual berry and you get to taste the actual berry, then it's much better than than what are derives from it into a yogurt bottle right. or whatever. So yeah. So I guess that somebody would be. Let's say cloudberry, because it's, it's yeah, it's not nice. so sour as a lingonberry. So. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. I can't, I can't imagine how different our countries are in that sense.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, there, there are positive sides to living in Finland. For example, we have warm inside of the houses and cold outside of the houses, and i think in, mm. in the uk it's just cold both sides uh, like, that's right yeah <laughs> like yeah. yeah it's always cold yeah. <laughs> so, so we we tend to keep the houses at least warm but uh, like the few times i've visited uk homes it's like uh, they're, they're not that warm <laughs> like
0: uh, no nah, no it's cha- it's changing slowly but yeah um and Obviously, one one good thing I've heard, it's a massive thing for your country, is education.
1: Yeah, it's it's a, it, it's fairly good. I mean, now that... Oh no,
0: you are up there. Your yeah. country is honestly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it really, we, is.
1: we're like, we 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 do hit the top spots of the international. Um, kind of competitions and the, the the whatever trigger mark PSAT studies, but it's uh, uh, I mean people are still worried that it's gonna not not be that good anymore because now we're ta- they're talking about uh, or I mean uh, people should be taught very different things than the normal kind of school. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, teachers, so so, like a different kind of skills, and uh, and people are worried that the Finnish school system is not gonna keep up. But then again, if we don't oh. keep up, I don't know who who will. So
0: yeah, yeah it's, it's silly. Um, no, I I started in IT about six or seven years ago, working in a school, and that school came to your country to take lessons and advice from your education system so you know i've seen firsthand how much people appreciate what you're doing over there um i don't know if it'll ever happen here though because you, you have this um more flexible approach don't you
1: yeah it's uh like that there's a few like uh very basic ingredient uh, and then uh, the first one is uh, uh like um equality in a sense that there's mm-hmm. very little segregation in in finland uh okay. by like place of living obviously there's a bit like low uh, smaller rent areas and higher rent areas but uh, yeah essentially sure do. it, it doesn't matter where you live the school next door will be good um and okay. it will have all kinds of people from all kinds of aspects of life um yeah. which is a problem obviously in the US mainly that it's it's not oh yeah that. yeah uh, and then the second second kind of uh, issue is trust uh, that the, uh, there's trust from the parents to the teachers uh, essentially because the teachers are also o- always uh, at least a master's level uh, study like so they're educated properly, uh, but then there's trust from teachers to the t- students. Um, which uh, leads into a kind of like uh, a situation where you don't have to do multiple choice testing and and things like that. Yeah. Uh, so the system trusts the teachers and the parents trust the teachers, and then the teachers trust the children. So
0: sounds fabulous. Really does. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. We're near the end of the show. Um, what I normally say to my guests is, um, you, do you want to tell people about your website, uh, links, uh, Instagram, social media? So if there's anything you want to um, say now, that would be cool.
1: Well, well, Camera Rescue is anyhow coming to the UK now, Probably. <laughs> there's a big uh, cool. like um repair uh, spare part lot that that uh, I would probably be coming to get by car uh which is kind of interesting coming to the uk by car uh but uh, I would <laughs> uh so if you that would be somewhere in june so Uh, the easiest way to follow if that's happening is going on instagram to at camera rescue Um, and then the second easiest is facebook Uh, camera rescue has a page there it's camera i think on facebook and then we have also a twitter but it just the copies the Instagram posts. <laughs> but if you're not okay, on yeah, Instagram, yeah. then you can follow us on Twitter and get our Instagram posts. Uh, yeah, yeah like that. Uh, no, no. Then there's no. on the website obviously the app will be coming out at some point. So if you're listening this hopefully uh in the next few weeks uh it, it might come already out for Europe. Um, uh, it will be in euros only in the beginning, but anyhow, it would still, uh, if you've been hunting in the flea markets for a year and you've accumulated a big lot of compact cameras that work, but you don't have time to sell them or or if you just have something really nice and you don't have time to sell it, then the app should be up at camerarescue.org uh, at some point also, uh, and it should be, a matter of minutes to fill it out. And then you get multiple offers, at least from Finland, if, if not from <laughs> anywhere else, uh, uh, on buying it.
0: No, that's cool. Um, thank you for that. And the last thing I always ask my guests is, um, who would you like to see on a future show? Um, it could be someone you know, um, I tend to say I like to work with different people each time. Um, so, if you can think of anyone interesting uh, who might be interested, who would you say?
1: Well, mm, I, I think there there would be. One story that is quite interesting is the story of uh, nation photo in in Paris, where mm-hmm. they've managed to to do a lab that uh, that still does uh, a thousand rolls uh, a day in especially in in the summer um, summer like in in uh-huh. Paris and uh, and it's not done by the big, massive machines of yesteryear. It's still done by mini and by okay. uh, so that that's kind of interesting. Then, um, yeah. uh, then there's um, um, some camera manufacturing projects, but I think they're still too young to be talked about. Um, okay. then Then there's uh, I think the Silbera film uh, company from uh, St. Petersburg is, is quite interesting also, uh, especially yeah. like the, there's quite a lot of stuff uh, in, in uh, happening in Russia that's not visible to kind of the normal. Uh, 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 internet life, basically, <laughs> and then, yeah. then, then, what would else? What else would I say? I had someone in mind. Oh yeah, then we have uh, uh Raya, The elf that has his own film, the Santa One Thousand film he's an elf he lives up north in uh, with santa but i don't know if (laughs) elves do actually do uh, like uh podcast interviews but yeah in in case he would then then it would be interesting obviously to have an elf wow that'd be different (laughs) yeah that would be different uh and Do
0: you know any of these any of these people Well yeah I,
1: I, so I you know. could introduce me something yeah, I I know all of them uh, but oh, okay but yeah so so those are from from like my connections that haven't haven't had so much visibility in the English kind of world Then then those mm. those might be uh good
0: Oh, That'd be cool, yeah. Yeah, um, let them know if they're interested. Um, I'll send you my details, that'd be really cool. Yeah, so all oh, I can say thank you so much for spending your time with me. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, it's really nice to see what's going on in uh, other parts of the world, and um, I wish you every success in your hundred thousand.
1: Yep, well. I'll be, we'll need I'll be watching. quite a lot of help with it. Still, uh, hopefully, the <laughs> app will start to make the counter kick uh, tick a bit faster <laughs> because we have a year and a half to do another fifty thousand. So <laughs> uh, there's a it's slight a slight challenge, but yeah, yeah,
0: you're up for a challenge. Yeah. You're the right sort of person. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So, but uh, we'll we'll keep on trying to make it uh, still by even our own Finnish teams, but we'll see. Yeah.
0: No, that, that's smashing. Um, I'll let you get off to bed. I know it's late now. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. Really was appreciated.
1: Great. Uh, thank you for having me. And <laughs> uh, we'll probably talk at some point later.
0: Bye. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Bye. Well, Fox, that's the end of another show, thank you so much for listening, I hope you enjoyed it, I know I enjoyed making it, it's always great to have a guest on with me, um, please do share the post and podcast show as much as you can, where relevant, um, if you have time please do not forget to review this on iTunes, uh, just hit the review button and give it five stars please. It's always helpful, uh, it's motivation for me to keep the show going, and I want to keep this going for as long as possible, and basically I'd like to get lots of lots of different and interesting people on here, so that's what I'm trying to do, thank you again, and see you next time, bye.